The El Camino buzzed into the garage and pulled ahead. I crossed in front of the car and checked the window. A driver and a passenger, both fairly young, and a grizzled fellow in the back. He was portly and balding and could have been someone's grandfather. I could tell he was a strict son of a bitch just by his face. Colombians. It showed just how much power Connor had assumed that the Colombians were buying from him. This was the usual help. At least these were the same characters I'd seen a month before. Unlike the Russians, no surprises here. So far, so good. I stepped aside and waved them on. As they passed, I caught a glimpse of the metal briefcase handcuffed to the old man's wrist. I followed behind the car. The Colombians slowed when they noticed the extra muscle leaning on the van. The two young guys exchanged a nervous look. I didn't blame them. I didn't like the Russians either. They parked a couple spaces away from the van. The two vehicles were opposites. The Honduran mercenaries went for unobtrusive black, an old handyman's truck. The maroon El Camino was shiny and blinged up, attracting attention just by existing. The passenger hopped out. What is this? he asked, talking to our driver but keeping his eyes on the Russians. Our two guys exited the van, eager to get this over with. The driver shrugged. Extra security. Don't worry about it. I stopped twenty feet from the vehicles as they emptied. The old man with the briefcase drew the expected attention. This was no ordinary briefcase. It wasn't skinny and meant to hold paper folders. It was more like a reinforced box, and from the way the man leaned, it had weight. He stood in the vacant parking space between vehicles, and a crowd gathered around. Even Manolo inched forward. All eyes were on the briefcase, except for those of the Colombian driver. He leaned on his door with his back to the show and lit a cigarette. One of our guys went for the back doors of the van. Wait, called Veselovsky, holding his AK at his side. He had good trigger discipline with his finger, which meant he'd done this once or twice. He motioned toward the briefcase. I want to see money. Their passenger shook his shotgun back and forth nervously, looking each of us over. He was itching to get out of here already. The old man waved him off and set his briefcase atop the trunk of the Camino. Veselovsky and our driver followed, and Manolo inched forward even more. He was practically part of the group now, leaving me the sole eye on the perimeter. A quick glance to the road showed we were clear. So why the hell was the driver of the El Camino eyeing me? No way my disguise was failing. The metal briefcase clicked open. The men leaned forward. I shifted to the right and saw it. Cold, hard cash. It looked good. Brand new stacks of hundreds. A quick calculation put the double-wide box at two million. You could practically see the tension evaporate. Just to be sure, Veselovsky checked a stack of bills and returned it, satisfied. The old man closed the case and smiled. You have key? asked Veselovsky. Of course answered Gramps in a decidedly un-Gramps-like voice. He turned to his man with the shotgun. Check the van. The kid nodded and went around back. Our guy opened the door for him. He unzipped a black duffel bag and gave the contents a sideways glance. 
Is this the right order, Papa? He asked in Spanish. What are you talking about? Asked our guy. The old Colombian sighed and stepped around Veselovsky to check the van. I wanted to get closer, but the Camino driver was still on an island, smoking away from everybody else. He couldn't be left unsupervised. There's nothing wrong with the cargo, assured the Honduran at the van. The Russians watched intently, grips tightening on their rifles. Problem? asked Veselovsky. So much for everybody relaxing. <laughs>